0: Welcome back to my lovely HP community. We have some channeled guidance for this lovely solstice. You find the video of the channeled guidance on YouTube at Inspiring Human Potential. It's one word. And I won't be able to upload the video, so you'll get a different message for this one. And in, in case you want to hear what we got to talk about online on the video, go to YouTube and check it out. We have some very beautiful energies about, and as always, my lovely Kali likes to come in and share with us a little bit of heated, heatedness, but I'm, I'm re-recording, that way we get Krishna Lila. We want more Krishna Lila and Shiva and Kali, not the other way around. When you're a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment Soul Age Group, you will have known unconditional love and compassion your entire life. We are not mirrors of each other when you're a 5D mystic in the Enlightenment soul age group. You are, simply put, a mirror of your own self, which is you, the human you, with compassion in the forefront. You are automatically a person who only knows green, even when you're in yellow or red, you're not really in yellow or red. What does this mean? It means that a person who... Caps into their mindset at all times, is able to hear the words of the people that they love and just anyone, and then contemplate. We contemplate because there's the knowing, I'm a human, you're human. Everything I say will affect you the same way everything you say will begin to affect me, and I will get to choose how that effect is or not. So as a child growing up, anyone who maintained... A sense of self without this defectiveness and then covering up the shame with guilt and blame and fault and revenge and all that you see with adaptive children and those mannerisms. Those people are 3D, 4D and other soul age groups. Right now, I'm just going to channel this way, okay? So anyone who's a functional adult, that's different. But I am coming to you with a enlightenment soul age group perspective. And I am sharing with you... What it means to consistently live every day of your life, I'm 43, with the remembrance of one very common denominator thing, which is I have a heart and you have a heart. And everything I say and everything you say will have an interaction with me and vice versa. But there's one thing that I know I can do that you can't do unless you're physically doing something to me. You cannot wield my fucking brain in any way, shape or form. And you cannot wield my fucking emotions either. And that is going to be very clear. And the more you try to wield my emotions, quote unquote, which you're not trying, here's what a conscious 5D human being will contemplate as they look to others and how those others behave with them and their body emotions. So our right brain stuff comes up with our left brain mode. We get to say, huh? These sensations, and we get to, again, listen to the grown-ups around us who get to teach us how to behave within social circumstances, and yada, 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 yada. So no one's wielding a 5D person's brain in thought or emotions. So people can get there. They don't have to have gotten there. If you are there, and if you're in the Enlightenment so age group, this is why you're mastering the physical plane, which is nothing more than understanding we are not mirrors of each other if you are your own agent, if you are your restorative embodied self and an integrated mind, you will be someone who has very, very clear awareness of when things are rising within your body and in your brain. And that's pretty straightforward. You know how to work with your nervous system. If it begins to get into, it's sympathetic. You have a very beautiful window of welcome that you keep on expanding. You work with the energies and your window of tolerance is only activated for anyone who has panic attacks. Raise your hand. I'll raise my hand. Even though I'm pretty straightforward on what this whole thing is, by the way, it's I don't know how to get rid of some of the energy when it's coming in hot and loaded, right? So the new moon, for example, there were a couple of days where it was very intense, uh, not as much as the full moon, and then today with the solstice, is actually quite beautiful. I'm like, okay, it's settled in, but I got to see some of the energies that were around, and I was like, okay, that's why. So there was the Pleiadians and some activation, and that's uh, where you already know if you do have a relationship with this field of consciousness, and you are completely in this enlightenment soul age group, As a 5D mystic, though, you will understand what I'm talking about. So our ability to discharge is what we're getting to learn for the mystics. Our ability to just interact with each other in a green light is what we're also getting to learn just as a functional adult. And on that note, that is equal to when somebody's in their safety behaviors, yellow or red. So they have patterns that are of shame, blame, fault, revenge. Okay. So the adaptive child, they point finger, they attack, they judge, they criticize. When we have those dealings, because there's plenty of people who are there, we're getting to learn how to be the compassionate mirrors, which is a active physical work for your own self, because instead of taking it personally, so when you get talked to in a tone, when you get responded to in a tone, when you get treated in a tone, you learn how to not take it personally, and that's because you can and so your heart stays in a state of compassion because you're like, oh, wait a minute, that person, they're in their biological rudeness. They don't know they're in yellow or red. They don't hear their tone. And they might never hear their tone because the minute that you even try bothering to tell them about their tone, they're going to be like, no, no, but that's not what I meant. And this is something that is very clear to 5D mystic, enlightenment so age your person even from when you are a child and growing up and on that note anybody who's new let me share a little bit of the story so i did grow up with god and jesus and jesus is definitely my man meaning he's always next to me with me and not as a religious thing it's that's the person who i learned about love and he is the only human being that for now i've ever known that well to say yep i can he walked the walk he talked the talk and and he's, he's the man, Sadhguru, he's spirituality, the man, you know, but that's where Sadhguru is Sadhguru, and it's all about expansion of consciousness, and the consciousness planet, and a lot of great stuff, but my man's Jesus when it comes to love, and I wish more men were like Jesus, honestly, Um, there's plenty of adaptive children, even women, I wish they were more like Jesus, and they as well. All people, basically, I wish they were all like Jesus, because that would be a great day if every person could truly understand what it means when he says, forgive them, for they do not know. Let me explain. Thank you, Stephen Purges, for giving me the ability to explain. When our nervous system is not in the green, it's not in the ventral vagal social engagement, um, we are not hearing from our ears and we're not in our seat of empathy and we're not able to actually allow ourselves to be in a conversation with more perspectives. I'm going to just keep it simple right now, okay? And so when people are not in a physiological state of compassion, which on machines it shows when we're in a physiological state of compassion, our ventral vagal nerve is engaged And so our oxytocin gene hormone is on the brain, the parts of the brain that light up the insula, which connects the head to the body, the amygdala, because that's what alerts us to uh, there being something that needs our attention. And it's only for the, uh, from what I know, it's only for the psychopath's brain structure that that alert is different, meaning it's softer. It's in a different form. It's a different color tainted glasses, if you will. I forget how they explain it, but the psychopath's brain structure, actually, not only the amygdala is alerted in a different way, but also their orbital cortex doesn't turn on. So the break, which is a break that is brought to us by society, so us knowing about how to behave. And the cingulate, as well, is softer in tone, so they don't have the loud Jiminy Cricket, hey, that's not a good thing, okay? So the psychopath's physiological brain structure has these three areas that work differently, which is why there's aspects that they will not know in the same form as a person who has an amygdala that's alerted with, okay, if someone's crying, it means they're sad. It means, thank you, orbital cortex, I should help them. Thank you, cingulate, not hurt them. And that's actually very, very loud. No, don't hurt the the crying person, okay? So... There's a specific way only those who diagnose can tell you about the structure. Everybody who likes to make these little comments about people, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And as the one lovely dude who gives us the scale of evil, what's his name? Let's see if I still have, I think I have it here. Yes, Michael Stone, he gives us the scale of evil from 1 to 22. And the 1 to 9 is ordinary people. He says those are people who just, they end up, Somehow, in you know, the wrong shit, or they get reactive because of jealousy, something happens, but they they don't actually consistently have any type of psychopathic traits or any of that. It's just they end up finding themselves in a bad situation and, and things like that. Nine to 16, they show a fair number of psychopathic traits. This doesn't mean they have the psychopath's brain structure, it means they have traits that have been attributed only. This is where I, I foresee things transforming in time since we now know of the words adaptive child and functional adults and integration in the mind or rigid mind. So, the psychopathic traits that he talks about for 9 to 16, <clears throat> it is grandiosity, superficial sh- charm, goodness, manipulativeness, um, also lying, lack of remorse, and callousness. Okay, so people that are here... They are in the scale of evil that he puts. But for a person who is a 5D individual, this isn't evil. Evil doesn't exist. What we know exists is called yellow and red safety behaviors. It's called fight-flight of our ancestors, uh, you know, safety behaviors in the autonomous nervous system, the reptilian response, which is of all 3D, 4D, and any person who is not a functional adult. So anyone who's not moving into their integrated mind. They don't know how to be forgiving, nuanced, They don't know how to be flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. They don't know how to use their brain because their right mode is leading the way with the emotions that arise from their one to three-year-old, attached, panicky, three to seven, shame, submissive, freeze of all ages, flight 11, 12, fight 14, 15, 16. They're using their body very well, I might add, but as the version of themselves that is not their adult because they don't actually actively take part in, hey, Let me not do shame, guilt, blame, fault, revenge. Let me take ownership of what I'm speaking out of my mouth. Let me calm my tone. Let me use my manners. Let me learn how to be a human. No, the movies have made it way too easy for people to think that's the norm. And we didn't have the good psychoeducators in the past. So this is also where the 4D community, 3D community, any soul age group that doesn't allow, hey, humans are fucking awesome to come into the mix. Okay, so the other soul age groups they will have different focuses, but if they're in five D, they're bringing all of that together. They're saying we can work on everything together. They're moderate. They're adults. Adults don't do extreme. They're not, oh, don't drink anymore because we know it's comp. No, compulsive. Are you compulsive? Can you notice if your body? Do you know if you're doing it because you enjoy it? Do you know if you're doing it because you suppress it? Do we want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about your attitude or you want to keep your attitude? The reality is. We don't have to meddle with states of consciousness because most people like to be in yellow and they get to do their yellow all day long. In fact, here's where the Enlightenment soul age person is busy leading their best life and doing what they can to bring forth something significant of change to the world, not bullshit stuff. And I mean it not to be arrogant, but the people who are yelling... They're doing bullshit stuff because they might have information that is beautiful, but the way you present it is very important. The 5D educators, they're making a difference. They're all different subject matter experts. And they're making a difference because they are explaining their empirical findings and they're letting people know, we don't know everything, but here's what we are gathering. Oh, and by the way, here's what creativity means and here's why human beings are only going to move towards creativity. It's our next best optimal place to survive physically. You know what gets me every time when I see people who don't actually tap into that infinite higher human consciousness potential? Though they're not in their 5D enlightenment soul age group, is that they don't recognize every time they create a limitation upon the human species, they're limiting themselves. And that means they believe they have a limit. They don't believe in the power of the mind. In fact, they don't believe in the mind at all. They believe the mind should be silenced and shut down. Oh yeah, and it's everything outside of you that causes everything, by the way, not the ability to wield your own thoughts. So when everybody has a finger pointing outward, they're too busy pointing to even bother being aware of, wait, what am I first of all doing inside my head? Am I being constructive? Am I being creative? Am I being outside? Now, to be able and have that level of clarity, you need to calm down. You can't be in it yellow or red. Most people, they don't know that they're in yellow or red. You know how I know if I'm in yellow or red? Because I'm going to sound like a little kid who's being a pain in the ass, who's getting into collie mode, and who's just, you know, annoying. It's not annoying because I'm annoying. It's annoying, quote unquote, because I love expanding my brain. And so for me, Maria, the person who loves think is like, okay, are we done with a little, this is really reductive, man. What, what is it? Let's go and find some new information. There's so much to read. There's so much to do. So the playground of the mind is that of the 5D individual, which is why we tap into the field of consciousness, snap and done, snap and done. You know, it's, it's amazing, this relationship. It's way beyond mysticism, way beyond anything one could ever hear about, excuse me, from 4D land. So, when we meet people who are in their biological rudeness, these psychopathic traits, grandiosity, ego-inflated, insecure human being. Superficial charm, we'll know it's superficial because your body will be spewing it all over the place. As for 16 to 22, clearly psychopathic. He is looking at those who are serial killers and they basically go on for prolonged torture. Those people need psychoeducators, and more than just that, they definitely need to go to sessions to be supported to get out of these unfortunate patterns. Now, remember that our neural pathways, they wire. So, person, not only the... So, for the brain, the only structure right now that I wanted to point out that doesn't have a habitual functioning is the psychopath, So they're a distinct group that can be those supported to work through these elements and to become consistently more and more a member of society and lead a good life by understanding the differences of how their brain works and then of how we want to continue to work together, which is a free will choice. And it's not by yelling and pointing fingers and judging and, again, being rude to each other that we move into oneness, and harmony. It is by understanding the people who don't want to understand. They're in yellow and red. They're using the movies and the past, the ignorance from the past, to label a psychopath evil, a sociopath evil, the narcissist evil, and they're ignoring the, again, updated technological information. Because when they hear compassion-focused therapy, they think, what's compassion? Because they don't know what the body looks like in compassion. So again, Yoga, portfolio of ventral vagal toning exercises, sitting in silence and meditation gets you to start working with your cortex. This is the thinking part of your brain. If you master your emotional plane, which is your limbic system, and then your physical plane with the brainstem, that's where the safety be of your nervous system, again, with the fight, flight, or freeze. So you get to become aware if you're hyper aroused or hypo aroused, and you get to regulate your body with breath because that regulates sympathetic, parasympathetic, breathing in and out. Okay, so now that I've given you a basic download on psychoeducation, very little, but in case anybody's new, your ability to move into enlightenment is your ability to wield your mind, to wield your own tone by wielding your own nervous system. Those who like to think they know shit and they start getting rigid in their mouths and brains, they don't know shit. They know whatever they know, and that's about it, and that's great. We all know shit. When we expand together that's where conversations happen so the conversations happen for those of us who are 5d educators and 5d functional adults so when you meet people who love knowledge that's where you're going to meet a 5d person (laughs) When we meet 4D people, they don't love knowledge. They just love to be in the bandwidth of spiritual and spirituality. They're still learning how to maybe get out of their inner child wounds, their shame-defectiveness cycle, which they completely ignore because of spiritual bypassing or narcissism. If they're not in 4D plane, they're in 3D plane. And it's not because they're narcissistic. It's because we all have the ego-narcissism button. And so, in the minute you don't actually move into a natural bubble of narcissism, meaning I'm not the only ego in town. And so, I learn to regulate my tone because I'm not the only ego in town. And that's something that is straightforward. 5D person will move into this. This doesn't mean that we will be seen as individuals who are, how can I put it, humble. Because the minute you're meeting a person who doesn't know their own worth and so they don't know what it's like to meet a person that has compassionate mirrors, but we also have what's called the ventral no, and we'll have a stare basically. It's a very specific stare of, "Mm, I don't think so, don't you dare disrespect me, otherwise I'm going to tell you a thing or two. It's only a stare though because we don't actually actively do that. It's our body that says, don't touch me. And that's not only the body, it's the eyes. I don't know my stare too much, but I do know it enough to know that I give looks, that I, I, I actually should look at my face sometimes with Kali so I can understand because I don't actually know what Kali looks like when she's coming through. But I do know enough from people that have shared with me words that it can be something that seems like a person who's. Arrogant, and I always say I'm not meaning to be arrogant, but I am confident so I can understand how that can trigger someone's insecurities. The difference between people who are fake secure is that that they don't know how to actually have a compassionate tone while conversing with another human being. They get into a tone that begins to sound like an adaptive child because they begin to get agitated. Uh, When we get agitated, those of us who are 5D mystics, we get emotional, we get sensitive, we get shy, we get nervous, we get fearful. We start to have the very raw emotion of fear. And that is not a good or bad thing. It's that we have a relationship with people and we're not afraid of being vulnerable. So we're not afraid of looking like we don't know everything, we are not afraid of looking like we're afraid, we're not afraid of showing our vulnerability of being a human being who doesn't want to get into an argument with you. That's not something we're ashamed of. We're not afraid of looking quote-unquote fragile, because that's not what is the look. The look is an emotional look, and it's we're part of the same group, and of course I care about what you think, you're part of my group. So, the mastery right here for our lovely Enlightenment Soul Age of people is noticing that emotion, that shyness, that bit of agitation, which comes from I care, right? I care to be loved. I care to be seen. I care to be um, in a space of ease with each other and knowing it's okay to be afraid because that's actually part of the body's experience, but we're not in any physical life threat. So once again, physical mastery. It's you being aware of your nervous system's response. So when in compassion, we always will lean towards the emotion of pure sadness, pure fear, because we're connecting to our entire body. And and here, insula lights up, amygdala is alerted, so something's going on that requires our attention, temporal junction, that's where you relate to something based on your past, and then you move to your prefrontal cortex. Okay, so right now... Again, emotional mastery, physical mastery, mental mastery, those equate a functional adult forgiving, nuanced. We learn how to handle people who are in their yellow or red with a compassionate mirror. So we're not seeing ourselves in the eyes of others because we're a differentiated self. My name's Maria. Nobody can tell me who I am. They can tell me who they perceive me to be. I will hear them. I will hear them loud and clear, and then I will see what I can do about whatever it is that I hear. This is the part that we learn how to be here thanks to our lovely oversoul. We will have already chosen ourselves, the love cycle people. It's the shame cycle people who either basically deny themselves to be themselves and they eventually just... How can I explain this? There are those who will have denied everything and basically uh, chosen not to live life And what I mean not in the... They will have chosen not to follow their heart completely. Somehow they will have chosen fear because they will have chosen not to believe in love when it has been handed to them. So when a person is handed love, I've been trying to get this to you. It's through those lovely eyes of ours that we will see each other in the mirrors. And so if you have compassion in your eyes for people, which is what a functional adult will always have, an enlightenment will age your person, excuse me. This is why people like my divine masculine friend, when we were teasing about if they tried to manipulate, I said, you just end up making me cry. You know this probably because you're smart. And they're like, yeah, actually I do. And we teased about it because at first I was like, you can't do that. And then there was like, yeah, actually you could do that. <laughs> I can see you being able to do that. Because a 5D person isn't going to be trying to read the mind of their loved ones. We don't actually engage with people by trying to figure out, are you being vengeful? Are you being manipulative? We don't, we don't care what you're doing with your own brain. So the mystics of 5D land are not looking to each other as mystics. We're human beings who relate to each other with feelings. And so we will consistently use an open heart and an open mind, and we don't use the past to define a future. We just hold it in our hand already, knowing it's part of my experience. Of course, if I've had, if I've had all people choose fear, this is the part. I, I, I consistently see people choosing fear personally. I see them consistently choosing their patterns, their adaptive child patterns. I consistently see adaptive children pointing fingers at each other, being nowhere near uh, nice in any way, shape, or form. I, I consistently see people actually talking about each other's, each other as friends and loved ones and not doing anything to have the back of one, of, one of one or the other. And on that note, actually, I forgot if I read this part to the, the lovely video, but I'll read this one to you all because, or actually, you know what happened is I deleted it, but I can remember what I tried to share the other day, but it was a very long, long message, so I had to reduce it a little bit, was that the 5D mystic, who's a functional adult in the Enlightenment age group, we don't abandon ship, we don't boycott our friends, our loved ones, because they get into biological rudeness, <clears throat> we don't give them the silent treatment. We don't do this vengefulness. We don't do this, this, this petty. Let me come, you know, tell you who to be, what to be, how to live your life. When people behave in their biological rudeness, we try, simply put, to have conversations. And that's not where people who choose fear go. So the safety behavior is the best piece of information that all of you can have in your brains every time you meet biological rude people. So when anybody gets nasty, the Sadhguru quote is they're nasty inside themselves. Let me add to you what this means. They're in their yellow fight-flight response with a safety behavior in their nervous system, and their brain is already dumped down to their adaptive child self. It's rigid, and it's choosing their own human elements belief systems. They're already attacking you. They don't want to hear what you have to say. They're not in that mode. They're not hearing you. So you ch- you have two choices to be respectful. And that is the choice of the 5D person. Why? Because they're another human being. And their safety behavior slash nastiness is not an indication of evil. It's an indication of a person who hasn't grown up yet. <clears throat> they don't know how to disengage from... Their brain's thinking that beliefs equate physical danger. So they're not harnessing their ability to tap into left and right mode yet. They may do yoga all they want. They may sit and meditate. They have not yet harnessed, as they're speaking to another human being, how to moderate their tone and how to calm down. So for me, for example, when I get emotional, I have yet to achieve full zero. But that's because emotion, as I was stating before... We will be caring about our loved ones, which is why, as my divine masculine friend pointed out, and I acknowledged that as soon as I was like, actually, you can manipulate. And what it would lead me to would be a very, very, very buttload of bunch of tears, <laughs> because that's probably if you're doing something on purpose, basically. And that's how some people will have done things now, whether they're conscious of it or not. Unfortunately, I'm here to share with you that there are plenty that consciously do do this like my lovely attachment style friend that I've shared with you the stories where they did and have conducted themselves in the same way for our entire friendship. We have a recalibration now thanks to them finally claiming some type of ownership and that's only because they were having a moment and so it's not because they're aware of their adaptive child, it's because As life moves forward, you either become more of the state of consciousness you commit yourself to, which is adaptive child for most people, yellow. And then you just learn how to coexist with others. The people that become a part of your family, you know, that's where we are always used to each other's personalities. That's what family is. So we don't abandon ship. We don't cancel each other. We don't say no. We don't, you know, block. That's not what friends are for. And that's not what family is. The only people who do this stuff, they end up finding a group that they are okay with because they all believe the same things. They all think the same way. All that is basically by coincidence, not by consciousness. When you choose consciously your relationships, this is the part of why, for the soul Age of People, we're okay with being vulnerable. Because we know how to say, you know, I really don't appreciate this tone. You know, I really don't appreciate this word. And we are sharing it because we're actually trying to say, this is how it makes me feel. So the unconscious people, they create adaptive child relationships, which is why they're all non-disciples of a guru. They're not trying to transform. They find their space. They're in their group. Great and dandy. Those are the same people who, in their group, they'll turn at each other and shame each other and think they're doing a good job. They live compulsively. They're doing karma. They're doing 3D, 4D, other soul age groups, whatever it is. The people who want 5D, it's about being a compassionate mirror again and again and again and again and again and again and again. again again. Now, inspiring human potential is only going to happen if people are motivated to inspire their own higher self. And when someone doesn't want to be themselves and they feel this repulsion of it, it's because there's still a shame-defectiveness cycle that says I'm unworthy in their heart and they don't know it. I'm not going to do the psychoeducation in this one because you can watch it on the video, but I'm going to share that in the middle of going from no mysticism to full-on mysticism and learning about the metaphysics as a terrorism, about souls, And having souls already in my peripheral view from God and Jesus, this is where today it's all one big ball of energy. It's like a same blanket. But the part about blinders is what I want to talk about. Because see, here's where when your home, which is humanity to the 5D person, is safe. So it means we all are imperfect. We're all flawed. We all basically will not meet every person's demands ever, okay? So when you genuinely just care because (laughs) we're humans, and I shouldn't even use the word care. When you're basically just a person, you understand that there's going to be ruptures. Now, granted, as one of the brain ladies, she's a neuroscience, the one that wrote the seven and a half brain thing. So she says your emotions, you're the one who can learn how to wield it. But it's from the now, not from yesterday. And um, she also shares if you watch new movies, do new things, you're the one who is able to, in the moment where you're predicting something, you say, I'm going to not predict that same thing. I'm going to do something different in you. And she explains it in a way of talking about how our brain works and that you do have the ability to work with your emotions. They're not hardwired, which is a myth that people will think. So what I was trying to get to here is the blinders for me were the stories. To this day, I don't tell you... I tell you stories of my experiences as an enlightenment, so age person, so that those who are here or inclined to be here can hear what it's like as a human being to move here and it's basically you hearing forgive them for they do not know somewhere if it's not Jesus it's somewhere and you know that that's true that everybody's imperfect and so you just say i'm going to treat people the way i want to be treated i'm not going to get my heart to be rock hard or to be hiding because people don't know how to love and in fact here's the part people don't know how to love from their bodies cuz they're not in a state of compassion their insula doesn't light up. Some of it is downregulated because they have a traumatized brain and they're in a safety behavior. As soon as you're in yellow, you're not in, you're not in empathy in any way, shape or form. You're, you're not in your optimal brain state. And some people are cut off from their body completely because of insecure attachment. So there's that. Then we got movies promoting sex, drugs, alcohol, food, and a bunch of other, you know, let me play video games all day long as if this is cool versus, okay, let's, let's take a look at these, not eliminate them. Let's take a look at how does your body feel and, and how are you using your time? Like, why are you doing what you're doing? <clears throat> I'm talking about loop thinking. When I'm talking about also manipulation and gaslighting in different terms. People are not evil. They're in their safety behaviors when they're in their adaptive child. This is the translation that I'm going to keep bringing to the picture because that's the one part where we don't hear enough of the educators letting people in. You're either a green light or you're a yellow or red light. And the compulsive behaviors are something that are self-soothing that began, yes, as fun, maybe as a teenager, but eventually you're now, you know, using stuff in a certain way that isn't actually helping you to be the type of person, adult, man, woman, they that you want to be. And that these activities are working with your nervous system and your brain. And you can do something by pausing, using mindfulness mindset, using just thinking. Using thinking, but it's pausing, calming the body first. And then it's thinking, not ruminating, not inner critic, outer critic. Thinking means inner growth, means exploring, means expanding, excuse me. So not a story. Thinking is exploring, reflective. <clears throat> so when the stories tell you that the big f- soul is your family, your over soul is your family, right? So these soul contracts, they're all family, or just from, again, the past. We're one, we're all made in the same image. We're all part of the same fabric. That story blinds, a 5D mystic to think that you will have people who will be supportive from your oversoul. And this is why this twin flames, (laughs) soulmate stuff, and just the twin flame alone, they've completely done it a not justice as it became a trending topic. And we're not going to talk about that one too much. But what I'm going to say is this, is that the person who's 5D does not eliminate or cancel or cut cords because they will know that we are one big ball of energy. And so if you cut anything it means you are basically denying yourself the opportunity to choose love with your loved ones. And that's why those who are 4D they still live these storylines and they are still in fact in the Separation consciousness of adaptive children. Let me prove that I'm right. Let me prove that you're wrong. Let me make it all about me because it is all about me. There's all the adaptive emotional. So, an unworthy human being who has an ego that's insecure and who's getting in a rigid mind and who's getting agitated, who's in yellow or red. Their emotional triggers are nowhere near their peripheral view. Their story is something that they call a truth and reality. And they're not engaging in ways that are actually accurate. Now, the people who are 5D, let me. We will engage with our ventral vagal no and with our tone and with our person and with our mannerisms. And we learn in time, in fact, how, like the Elvis song, you only hurt the ones you love. Meaning the ones we love and the ones that love us engage in this type of behavior which is though us learning how to grow up for the enlightenment so age person let me add that one for a second and that's because only the enlightenment so age person can today at this point <clears throat> or a complete functional adult but when i say this all 8 billion and more people on the face of the planet and any life form all A person will not be reactive, but within their own body, they will be at ease. As long as there's no physical life threat. The ease, let me spell it out in human form, the best way I can possibly say. You are intrigued, curious. You're in a space of neutrality at most, but there's a hint of curiosity. So you engaging with somebody who's a complete opposite person and everything. Okay? That you and your own body are able to sit and stand and feel intrigued and curious, and I want to know more about you. I want to know more about everything. Or as there's an interaction happening with this biological rudeness, their nastiness, you're not defensive, but in your body there's a stance of this is a safety behavior, this is a person who's upset, this is a situation and that you, in that moment, you don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to meddle with the state of consciousness, and it's not because of puppet strings. It's because a person's in their yellow or red. They're not hearing you anyways. You're going to be able to just allow the adaptive child to do their transference, because it ain't energy vampire or negative energy. It's a human being who's being basically in a moment that is their own pattern. Now, they can choose to disengage from it if they want, but Before they can even be given an opportunity, they need to be met with compassionate eyes. A compassionate mirror that is a safe haven and a safe base, so supportive and supportive on all levels and also straightforward. And that would mean where it's okay, you know, the attitude here is unnecessary. Or, you know, I love what you're talking about. The the reality is it can depend on so many things, but... If you're a functional adult and you're in the Enlightenment, so age group, you're not going to bother with it. A person, once they're met with compassionate mirrors, they, they get to choose. Because the minute you are beginning to have a type of attitude with any person, you will notice yourself. Because you will be the energy that's off. This is the other part. 5D is always unconsciously loving, and harmonious because it's easy for us. Because we don't have any other emotion within our body. So when someone's getting nasty, even if they're vengeful, even if they on purpose try to hurt our feelings, which they won't hurt our feelings, meaning we will feel sad, we will be definitely um, taken off guard, because in, again, the storyland we're one big fabric. So until you realize that it doesn't matter that it's a one big fabric of energy, these are people we're talking about. And if you don't realize that people don't know about their own traumas and that their rudeness is the example of how they don't know their own traumas, now thank you again, somatic, sensory mode, and trauma experts. Because for me, it's always been easy to say, you know, I know evil doesn't exist. And even when I was faced with things, I'm like, ah. And, you know, my, my obviously Jesus, thank you, Jesus, for always being there to remind me that it, love does exist and not the other way around. So the stories are what keep people in a limited state of consciousness towards this fabric of our lovely Oversoul. So let me break it down to you, humanly speaking. If a person is vengeful and spiteful on purpose, like people that I've known that have done many different types of things, to me, quote unquote, they've given me the opportunity to have stories to share and to say to you, as I've shared with other people, that there is actually no, nothing that makes me sad, except for the fact that obviously, you know, if, if there were ever basically physically life-threatening situations, I definitely know who the people are that I can count on <laughs> and the ones that really don't have... Any, you know, care, if you will. And and I laugh because it's humorous to me. These these examples, I only use them because people make a lot of stories up. When I say I don't have anyone that uh, I would uh, throw under the bus, basically, that's not what a person who's their actual adult would do, is that we all make mistakes. So choosing love. For some of us, it's easy because we believe in it and always will, because that's what we actually actively chose from our thinking brains. <laughs> that's all. And yes, we can have had resources and stories that got us to continue. It's because, you know, you're born, zero, one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, do I have to spell it out? It's not because of being a mystic and someone special. No, it's because it's logic. Logic is a beautiful thing, and when you know how the human body is made, and thank you so much, Stephen Porges, for being here, and Basil Vanderkoek, and every one of the psychoeducators that I get to learn from. Because the reality is, the fact that someone could, by their choosing, like my divine masculine friend has stated, share that they would try on purpose to piss off a person like me and to get under my skin. It's like, wow, at least I know that it's true. Because I used to just think, ah, eh, it's probably nothing now. You know, like these are, these are the ways we will think about our loved ones as we will know that there might be this, but here, a side note, people don't all know that they're doing it in a way of taking ownership because they justify by creating stories. Oh, I did it because she's the bitch. I did it because I know she's. this is where the stories, the stories are unbelievable. They're unbelievable. Um... Our blinders, we don't have blinders, we have stories that people have told us about us being one big ball of energy or one big soul family and then people who are a family deciding that it's okay for them to make us cry by themselves because they made up some story of their own instead of talking. And actually, instead of choosing to be the type of person they want to be, that they could actually look themselves in the mirror and say, you know what, I do feel confident with the choice I made because I chose to use my words to the best of my ability carefully. I did my best to be in a space of harmony. You know, when you can treat a person, civilly speaking, from your heart, you will know the difference. The reason why compassion is what will break compulsiveness It's because that compulsiveness is coming from a heart that is broken. And when met enough times with a heart that says you're lovable and I love you, and that's a heart that a 5D heart is, it will not be able to deny that feeling. It will simply not know it, but it will not know of the it will know it and then it will have the ability to say, wait, so there's a difference here and here and here. And the minute that a person can choose their own self, it's because they will have known their own heart with a person's heart that has been, simply put, unconsciously loving to them in all of their different uh, subjective, biological, rude moments. And so with our oversoul for the 5D mystic and the Enlightenment soul age group only, not anybody else, the ones who consistently have been able to meet any type of unkindness with kindness and compassion, maybe not kindness, but at the very least respect. I see you, I hear you, I will acknowledge you with contingent communication and I will share with you my very own truth and my very own thoughts and I will have what is called an adult conversation whether, you know, people want it or not, we will always be able to give our two cents about elements. And when the story is broken, quote unquote, it's not really a story that is broken. It is The truth that we are able to see, which is we are one big ball of energy and we're called people. We are in Newtonian bodies. We get to choose how to speak to each other. We get to learn about tones. We get to learn about how we wear our hearts on our faces. That's only if you really care about being human, by the way. 5D mystics and just any person who's a 5D person does care about being a human being. And it's not only about spirituality. No, no, no. It's way beyond it. We do a lot of beautiful human shit and we love the human shit because we love to be around each other and provide safe havens and safe bases to those individuals who want to choose themselves. So here's the thing again. If a heart loves you, in a way that is unconditional, there is no way another person's heart doesn't feel that genuineness, which is why my divine masculine friend, again, knew if I tried what I want, if I tried hypothetically, you will be on your knees crying. And again, a person who has a heart that is only of love will know that this is true because we will choose fear and expressing that fear, that vulnerability, we'll choose the raw emotion because why would we not? There is no physical threat, so we will not engage in a yellow or red. We do not engage in our defense mechanism of our body because our brain is wielded by the person who owns the body. So the heart, again, it's a muscle. It stays intact. The ego, it's in our brain. It stays intact. The self, it's in our body and brain. It stays intact. So you being met by any other person and anything that is a situation that is Unknown, uncertainty, unwanted, all of it. You're dealing with it very easily from within with your own heart and your own flow because you are your own self in an empowered body and mind, which is a body that only does inner growth, only expansion of consciousness. When we're met with not expansion of consciousness, we know we've been met with that. And when we're met with nasty, we know we've been met with that. And we're not going to respond because, again, we have chosen how we're going to stand. Choosing yourself means I'm going to stand up in what? What is the word that you choose? I choose love and I will stand up in knowing you're human and I will not in any way, shape, or form cast a stone upon you for I am human like you. No better, no less, eye to eye. So authenticity, transparency, vulnerability. It is very easy for the actual person who grows up flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable. True confidence is softness, not rigidity. True confidence is also knowing everyone has true confidence in the ways that they choose. They can be a version of themselves that they want, and if that is, if they want to be nasty, nasty they shall be. 3D, 3D they shall be. For Whatever it is they want to claim to be, that is not going to change how we interact. So compassionate mirrors, will reveal, you know why? The vibration of compassion meets the other vibration. And the other vibration, if it's a nasty, what do you think they're going to perceive? They're going to perceive the difference of what's happening. They're getting the opportunity. So they they get to choose how to keep on looking at themselves in the mirror as they keep on getting treated, though, with compassion. It melts, it dissolves, it breaks, it shatters shame because there's individuals who are able to use their words in enough of an eloquent and expansive way to support, again, only the individuals who want to expand. Not everybody wants this. Some people, they choose to stay in adaptive child mode. And they have plenty of group leaders that let them stay there. So, for my 5D peeps, what today is is a beautiful day where your heart, your throat. They've been opened up. They've been given that support from our lovely new moon. Your emotional mastery is here. Your opportunities are here. Your ability to choose how to use your brain is here. So if you are choosing this, then it means you're choosing love. And it means you're choosing to stand up in a compassionate way and to be there as safe havens and safe bases for those people who want to move into their next space. It's a choice. It's not everybody. Again, not everybody of our oversoul chooses to live the life that the self that their heart desires. Because their defectiveness, shame, cycle, their unworthiness, their blame, their fault, their revenge, their all these choices, adaptive child, these nasty biological rude though, their safety behaviors, their adaptive children are protecting them still. They're too busy pointing a finger. And leading with their story in their mouth to be aware that they are disregarding their emotional unsettlement inside their body. Okay, so they're disregarding their charged states and their unresolved trauma, their insecure attachment. They're disregarding their feminine. And their mind is creating the masculine what to destroy next. And it's not necessarily going to look like destruction because they got a bunch of people that want to do and talk and have the same type of low vibration. They're all beneath the neutrality belt. That's what they get to live by with the compulsive behaviors. They're like the movies. that's where we're at right now. 2023, 2024, they get another round. The people who want to expand, they're the ones that we get to interact with because they're choosing love like we do. And love is beautiful. Again, the people who are not yet their optimal love, they're still loving. They just haven't been in the space of enough safe haven, safe bodies, and safe basis to know of the opportunities. They don't have enough of the information, the movies they watch, the people around them, okay? To see and to be met with uncontrolled love, flaws, imperfections. It's okay compassion it's okay to be you again no defectiveness hey by the way though the compulsive activity you might want to take a look at that because is it really what you want to be spending your time doing every day every day every day is that low energy there so you have very good conversations when there's adults around and when there are people who care about you they don't whine at you they don't yell at you they don't point a finger at you they don't turn their back they don't abandon shit because now you're on my nerves so let me just turn around and say fuck you The adaptive children don't know how to share love with each other because they're all still fighting the same unworthiness battle, each in their own different way. They come together. That's the only reason they think that they have confidence, by the way. True confidence is always having your hand out for anyone who wants to continue to live life. The people who choose their self take the hand of compassion. And they don't think about it too hard because they realize, well, the only reason I'm thinking about it is because I'm afraid to be hurt. Uh, but why would I give up the opportunity to be loved? Why would I let fear triumph when I'm being presented what is compassion again and again and again and again and again? There's more 5D than there was last year, and that's thanks to the lovely psychoeducators. And I hope that as we get to move into that, too, for my 5DC mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group, that we get to share with a lot more people what it looks like to be able and support each other and not to create gossip and, you know, unnecessary turmoil. Even if you're just one person out of a group, it's better than none. You walk the walk and talk the talk by staying and walking with the people. But it's with the ones who actually want the opportunity. The adaptive children who have committed to their own truth, like the Zen traditional story, they're not disciples. They don't want to transform. And not everybody wants to move into 5D oneness consciousness. Not everybody wants to tap into their infinite higher human potential because it means actually disengaging from the I'm right, you're wrong, Uh, the identity, the ego in the way of getting upset and just justifying, again, behaviors that the movies still show are normal. So people think that when anyone is compulsively doing drugs, sex, food, alcohol, it's normal. When people are yelling at each other in the yellow, it's normal. Red, it's normal. They think of that as normal versus, no, this is a person who could use some support to get into their grown-up version if they want to. So, looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in or leave a message. Have a great day.